I'm over here now. I was over there. Now I'm over here. Sure. I'll bring all my shoes and my, my glasses with me. So I have them. <laughs> Yeah, I'm with the OGs on the block to see the terror Eating pasta, primavera, feeding caca, be together People never know the wild shit we might say Grew up on Eddie Murphy, Jerky Boys, and Dice Play. I've been waking up nights, screaming Brooklyn Blast podcast Mama took my porn mags, jerkins, and a soft rags Easy when we talk about Mr. Ferrari Cause we go way back when we used to play Atari Sparked weed, taking shots like the Fratelli's RV Doing donuts in the parking lot at Arby's Car keys, now you can't leave, lock the door Please, Jimmy's on a mission. Time to start the intervention. Let's go. A special bonus episode of the Brooklyn Blast Furnace podcast with my guest, Sam Hoyos, singer and guitar player for Playing Dead, host of the Red River podcast, and former host of the It's Completely Dead Now, right? The If I Were the World podcast. You know, funny enough, like, uh, I think we're going to start doing it again. Good. Um, you should. Shit yeah. Is fun. I think, uh, you know, George, George uh, Reynolds, you know, my co-host moved out to Vegas. And um, in my head, I was just thinking like, all right, listen, you know, you take that one. And I, I have I had Red River anyway. So it was like I didn't want to like do like a Zoom co-host. Um, now it's like whatever, you know, but like I just figured he would take his to, to Vegas and do his thing because he's, he's, he's very good on his own. But what, what I didn't put into account, which is something he would bring up too, is, um, you know, he said that I need it. Like he needs someone to basically hold him accountable to make episodes. Otherwise he just won't do it. So, uh, yeah, yeah. Like, like long story short, I, I think we'll, we'll do one every now and then. So, uh, look forward to that. That's cool. Yeah, that's like that's a huge thing. Like you hear people all the time. Oh, I'm gonna start a podcast. Oh, there's a brand new podcast. It's a brand new podcast. I'm like, all right, great. Like if you want to have a podcast, have at it. They're easy to do now. But like I'll like take bets by, to myself in my head. Like okay, one episode, and then all right, I give this person six episodes, and then it's over. Yeah, because people don't realize. I, I know that me and you chat. You know, obviously not just on a podcast, but. You know, we bullshit pretty often about doing this shit. And what we both are is crazy consistent. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? It's almost like a half a sickness, bro. It is a half. It, it might be like a three-quarter sickness. To be yeah, honest. like a three-quarter sickness without a doubt. I mean, look at me. I'm in a brand new apartment. There's an echo. It's not the usual background where I usually am. But I ain't skipping an episode, bro. Yeah. I uprooted everything I own. I'm in a brand new spot. And it was like, I felt like a caveman for a little while, but I had no internet. I had to get shit put in my name and all this shit. So, but I'm not skipping an episode. Um, Still haven't I, missed one. I miss, I feel a little slighted that I didn't get to see your grandmother's uh, chair. Oh, uh, you see it. Just look back. I know. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, 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 you mean like right now? Yeah. Fucking uh, diabolic, man. Yeah. That's how he starts off. It looks like you're in your grandma's house. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that dude, man. Yeah, I mean, five episodes with him, man. That guy is uh, really super talented, uh, almost to the point where it's almost like I feel like he's just like, yeah, I could rap, but who cares? He is <laughs> like, like that. Yeah, yeah, he is yeah. Like that. It's like, yeah, I can rap. Like, yeah, I think he took himself a lot more serious back in the day, but now he's just like, you know, I did my thing and I'm just going to put out music. When I, he's like, my record is finished. He's waiting on like one feature for like the longest time. He's like, but. When it comes out, it comes out. Fuck it. That's it. Yeah. 
yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, uh, I mean, un- unbelievable. I, I had on a Nightwalker, which is somebody that he works with a lot you mm-hmm. know, out here from Long Island on the podcast. And uh, man, just uh, the, those guys were definitely putting out some good hip hop music. And, and you know, same thing with like, I feel like Diabolic hit like a fucking stride, man. Like his oh, last, shit. his last few releases, um, it's just, it's just like, like I said, it's like when, when someone is that good, he's like an apathy, like someone who's just so like technically good. And you listen to, to these, like, uh, the word soup that he puts out, and you're like, Oh, it's ridiculous. Dude. I'm like, you're not even trying though. No, it doesn't even sound like he's trying. And it's like, it's yeah, like, yeah. there's a song that he was playing. Like he goes live on IG pretty often. And a while back, a few months back, he would go on and he was, you know, playing the truth part four. And it's ridiculous, bro. And he's like, yeah, I wrote it in like 20 minutes. It's like, how did you write that in 20 minutes? Like, it would take me a lifetime to come up with something a quarter of as good. You know what I mean? I'll be like, hickory dickory. Exactly. (laughs) This chick chick was sucking my (laughs) cock. Exactly. Fuck. Yeah, so I mean you have you've had some awesome fucking guests on, man. Like all right, a rugged man and fucking dude on if I rode the world, it's great. You had fucking Daryl McDaniels fucking deep run DMC, bro. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That was that was a trip too. So yeah, if I rule the world, you know, we really me and George have been friends forever and he went on Red River podcast when it first started and we were just kind of like Hey, we'll do a podcast and just invite our friends over. Yeah. Um, and it was something that he just kind of took to, like, it was like the next evolution from, from him being a singer in a band for years to like, you know, he's just like, now I want to do this. So, um, we kind of really went into it pretty, pretty hard. Uh, and, uh, between the two of us, we would get some pretty interesting guests. And and it's great because I mean, you see what I mean, like I said, we speak often and you see all the stuff that I do and it started out like as everybody that, that listens knows it started out as basically like a hardcore thing. And then I'm just yeah. like, I'm like, I feel like I'm having the same conversation yep. with different people constantly. So I'm like, I got to switch this up. So I started getting rappers and graffiti writers and shit. But at this point, I don't give a fuck, bro. I'm not pandering to nobody. And I'm sure like, like I see, I really don't care about numbers and shit. I really don't. But like, you'll see like, like there's certain episodes that got a lot less views and others because they're very niche things. Like, yeah, you know, fucking not too many people really give a shit about some teenager who got killed in the middle of a Friday the 13th movie from 1983. You know what I mean? But I love that shit. So if I have the opportunity to have my fucking 10 year old self go crazy talking to this person, I'm doing it. Makes me happy. That so that's kind of like what Red River turned into now. Like, uh, you know, the one thing about the pandemic is, you know, Zoom. Zoom is like, hey, I'm going to open up my laptop and I'm going to fucking do an episode instead of like, all right, we got to go here. The four of us need to meet in this house. We're going to jump in this basement. Um, so at that point, like I, I would always be kind of apprehensive because I, I almost felt like I'm like, I don't want to waste anyone's time. Um, and then I get obsessive and then I just start like, I need to like do a lot of research on these people that I probably don't even get a chance to ask anything. Um, but, but this year I was like, you know, I think it started with like Steve DeJarnat, like who made a miracle mile. Now miracle mile is a movie for the most part. Most people don't even know or have seen, but to me, it was like devastating. Right. It was one of those. It was one of those movies that I watched on HBO, 
And it, I don't know if you remember the the point in time where you realized that, you know, you, we were all going to die eventually. Yeah. So that's like a heavy moment. Um, so I was like 10 when I realized, you know, like, oh, wow, like eventually, like, like no one lives forever. And your heart, was- one day your heart is going to stop. It's yeah. fucking yeah. bananas. So, so this, this movie really like, you know, ushered like that feeling in there. It, it's about like nuclear war. Uh, and, uh, he was super cool on Facebook. So one day I waited like a year to ask him <laughs> because I'm like, oh my God. Know. Yeah. I'm like, he's a director. He doesn't want to talk. Ask him every, I, I break everyone's chop. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I know. But so like, you know, that's kind of what it turned into. And once he said, yeah, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to keep doing it. I'm going to do it once a week. And this is what it's going to be. Uh, we just did one with Tommy McLaughlin, who obviously directed Friday the 13th part six. And uh, I'm going to put, so that, awesome. I'm going to put it out Friday. And it's, uh, you know, a podcast land right now. Well, so podcast it. time, and this is Monday. So it's out now, kids. Yeah. So go yeah. back and listen to the newest episode of Red River. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yo, that man, that, yo, he was so fucking cool, man. I met him in Blastown once. Yeah. Yo, yeah. he was like so, like, you know, still had like the long hair, still in bands. Mm-hmm. Um, he is just so goddamn nice. Sat with us for like 90 minutes, told us about like the time he saw Jimi Hendrix, told, uh, talked to us about like working with like fucking, uh, you know, Mick Garris. And uh, man, he, it was great. So, you know, once again, that's another thing. It's like some people might not give a shit about Friday the 13th, part six, but to you and I, it's like, are you kidding me? Oh, like, dude, that, that shit is woven into me, bro. Like, that's the first one I saw in the theater. It's like, yeah, it's yeah. fucking crazy, dude. You had fucking Bonnie Cohen on. I was like, yo, because that's my favorite one is the final chapter. Yes, yeah. Dude, the, was- the writer of Friday 13th, the final chapter. See, it's shit like that to me that really, that deep nerd fucking horror shit. I fucking love that shit, dude. Well, because everyone, there's podcasts now that I'm like, okay, I'm not competing with anyone, but I do want to have fun with this. Of course. So for me to be able to just kind of do this is like a passion project and be like, hey, you're going to talk to Barney Cohen. He wrote Friday the 13th Part 4. He wrote a lot of other cool stuff. It's like, yeah, like, let's do that. Let's record it. And if anyone wants to listen to it here, here it is. So um, yeah, man, it's like, it's super niche stuff that, that I enjoy doing and hopefully people. I feel, yeah, at this point, I feel the same fucking way, bro. I have some very weird, I don't remember the last time I had somebody in a hardcore band even on, I don't know. I was doing like this fucking, I was on a San Francisco Bay area thrash metal fucking binge oh, yeah. for a while. You know what I mean? Good, good. Like, those were good. Those were good. I like those. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people might not know, especially like a lot of the people that listen originally were like hardcore people. It's like people don't know who fucking Craigless Cicero is. He's a guitar player from Forbidden from 19 fucking 89. Like people don't know that, you know? No, but it, it just means something to you. You know, it's like, yeah. man, it's like these records. Uh, and for me, like, even though like the, the shit that I play is like borderline pussy music, um, you know. But I don't think, I don't think you should say that. Because you, <laughs> I, I, I honestly, because all right, because let, let's rewind a little bit. Let's rewind right. a little bit because we'll start getting into your band and stuff. Because right. the reason why is when I was like, "Yo, let's fucking let's do an episode." Like, why the fuck not? We'll talk about the band. We'll talk about the podcast. Whatever. 
and you said something to the effect like we're probably like the softest like pussy band that was ever on the show and i'm like <laughs> but i'm like that does i don't even know what that means like you know what i mean it's like i get what you're saying but then again i really don't feel that way because I'll be honest, I'm not going to blow smoke up your ass. I wasn't, I knew about your band, but I wasn't too, too familiar with it. But over the yeah. past several months, I started tuning in. Oh. And is it heavy? No, it's not heavy. But just because it's not heavy doesn't mean it ain't good, dude. You know what oh, I mean? Oh, no, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah you know yeah, what yeah. I'm saying? I'm just, I, I'm just, I'm just fucking around, you You're know? You're doing your self-deprecating humor. You know, but the thing is, is like, like I said, as far as like the, the thrash that we were talking about, like I grew up on thrash and I grew up, I grew up on thrash and I grew up on hip hop. So the fact that I play, I play in, in a band that that's, you know, kind of like almost like an indie rock band. It's funny because I don't, um, yeah, it's just like, but I can't play thrash. So I don't play thrash and I can't rap. But so right. I, g genuinely when I pick up a guitar, that's what comes out. So to me, it's like, this is. This is what the shit is. And I love songwriting. Right. I am a student of songwriting. I always loved melody. Melody was a big fucking deal to me. Um, so growing up, bands like Smashing Pumpkins and Weezer, like that, I'm like, yo, the, the guitar is heavy as fuck. But like, it was like melodic, you know? So right. like when I listened to hardcore, um, man, there were certain hardcore bands that like reached over to me, you know, maybe like Sick of It All and D.O.D., but to me, like I love, uh, you know, scratch the surface and fucking oh, call, oh, fuck call, you, bro. call to arms. Like, like there's like my two right there. Like, call to arms is one of the most one of the most slept on sick of it all records ever, and it's Craig Ahead's. Like it might be Craig's like favorite band. Uh, I mean, fa favorite record of his own <laughs> band. Definitely his favorite band. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like his favorite. It's, it's I think it might be his favorite record out of all their releases. Call to arms. Yeah, and I fucking love that fucking record. But yeah, yeah it's, they, it's they definitely were, my top five of theirs for sure. They, yeah, they were one of those groups that just, you know, like uh, I, they were just top tier to me. Like even if I was like, ex, you know, the hardcore that I, I, I grew up on would have been like Minor Threat, which I know you don't like. <laughs> I, don't Yo, not, I, don't, I don't not like Minor Threat. I don't like <laughs> fucking Ian McKay. Oh, okay. You know, shout, <laughs> shout out to Ada BC and, and Ian McKay for, for yeah. just completely wearing that same hat. So that same um, hat that just it's just fighting to get onto a corner of his big head. I can't take it. I just think it's like nailed on. Like I don't even I don't think it ever like it's like uh it's just like this hat and it just stays on like the little I hate head. it. I hate but, it. Uh, go on. That, yeah, that's 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 the stuff that I remember. Uh the misfits were very big to me too. Um, when I heard walk among us, I was just like, holy shit. I was like, these lyrics are like so horrific, but the melody was so cool, man. It's like, you know, so that's kind of like where I took to melody where it's like, I like to sing along to shit. So, yeah, I get it. Yeah. Well, yeah. First time I heard the misfits, it was probably like a little bit later on, but I mean, not that much later, but I think the first song I ever heard from them was like bullet. And I'm like, oh, that's, yeah. I'm like. <laughs> this fucking dude is talking about Kennedy getting shot in the head and Jackie Onassis fucking slurping cum out of his hand and shit. I'm like, yeah, yeah this is fucking nuts. You know, as and a 12 year old. And you wouldn't know, like, if you're listening to it, like, you got to stop and be like, wait, what is he saying? Because right. like at first you're just like, Kennedy, you're like, you're like, all right, cool. And then when you take down the lyrics, like, you know, every time like we cover stuff, like I read shit and I'm like, 
wow, man, like that's what he was fucking saying. You yeah. know, and it's great. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like, yeah, fucking bullet, bullet, bullets of shit, like slurping from your palms. Yeah. Um, so that was like, that was the evolution of stuff. And I didn't really even start playing till much later in life. Um, I, I just wanted to like sell drugs and do crime. And right. then one day, one day I got home from jail and I was just like, I'm like, maybe I'll start a band. And I was, you know, I was like, uh, why not? How old is that? Maybe I was like 20. Yeah. I was in my mid twenties, man. I always played guitar. And then one day I was like, maybe I'll write songs. And, uh, that's what I ended up doing. Did you just pick up a guitar? Like out of nowhere? Do you, are you self-taught? Yeah. Yeah. Self-taught. Like, uh, I remember I got my first guitar when I was 12 and, uh, this kid, shout out to Andy Rosari. Uh, he pushed me in school, uh, cause he was like a, a dick. And, uh, <laughs> but I, he felt bad about it and I just fell backwards and I, I snapped my, my left, uh, so when I first got my guitar, I ended up with a fucking broken wrist and I was still trying to play it. Um, and then I just was dicking around with it. You know, like I wasn't really that serious. Uh, and you know, through the years I just kept playing it, but it wasn't even like, Oh, I'm going to start a band. It was just like, Oh, I'm just like learning how to play like, you know, for whom the bells toll or some shit. Of course. Um, and then I don't know. Yeah. Just like, that might be one of the first like go-to songs, like if you're into metal that you learn. Yeah. Cause it's like, yeah, because like those power chords are like, so like they hit like that song in particular when they play it live, it's just like so powerful. And they're just like, da, 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 da. you know, it's very, yeah. very simple as far as like guitar chords go. But like, man, when those power chords hit, they just like punch you in the fucking face. That's yeah. a band that I've never seen play a bad set. Every Metallica that, set. That's a band that I've never even seen live. Oh, yeah. People yeah. are like, how the f- Fuck, did you never see Metallica live? I was at a Metallica show, but I didn't see them. I was at, yeah. I was at Woodstock 99. Oh, and, wow. And I saw like the whole Lid Biscuit set. I was in the middle of everything on a face full of acid during Rage Against the Machine. And that was, that was like a mind fucking altering, life changing experience, bro. When you're in the middle of like, I don't know. 70,000 people in a fucking mosh pit and you're on acid. It's fucking crazy. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Oh, bro. It was fucking, it was so fucking awesome. It was so hectic and nuts. But, um, but then I needed like a break. You know what I mean? I'm like, I got, I got, I need to clear my head a little bit. And I was in the tent with my ex-girlfriend and I was just, geeking out of my mind when I heard Metallica from a distance. And at that point, my body was like, I'm not walking all the way back all the way to check them out. I'll just hear them from a distance. So that's the closest I've ever gotten to seeing Metallica. I'm like, oh shit, fucking creeping death. You hear the whole crowd and shit. Like, I kind of want to go, but my mind is telling me that your body ain't going nowhere, Jim. You're going to fucking tweak out with like blades of grass all fucking tweaked out. That's what I did instead. Yeah, so, like for sure. Like acid will will fuck up your day, um, for sure. Because it's it's not like mescaline. It's not like anything. It, you know, when you take a hit of acid, it's like, all right, what do you want to do for the next twelve hours? You know, I used like, to, yeah, it, I used to love that shit though. That was like my shit. Way me back. too. Oh, it was like my no. favorite. I'd be tripping all no. the time. Weekdays, like doesn't matter. Me too. But like I, 
but sometimes when you're on it, like you said there, it's like, all right, Metallica's playing. It's like, yo, it's like, if you're on an acid trip, it's like, it's like, whatever. I can't, I can't even make it there. And <laughs> funny enough, 1999 was probably not the best time to see them because you probably would have gotten a fucking set full of like load and reload. And probably. <laughs> yeah, probably they played, yeah. They would have played like four good ones and then you would have gotten like hero of the day and shit. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not having it. No. I want to hear like ride the lightning and that's it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Oh shit! So now, what was was the first? What was the first band that you that you were ever in? This like you didn't know, you don't know this was it. This is the only band I've ever been in. Um, I just, I, you know, I'm a late bloomer, man. I just always played, and it wasn't till like, it wasn't till like maybe like 2004 that we started kind of putting together pieces that is playing dead, um, and. Yeah, that's it was just like one day I'm like, oh, you know, like seriously, yo, because I went to I told you I went to to Apple. So, yo, I made man from jails, rehabs and shit. And then I, I was in you went to Daytop. I went to Apple and I stayed in Apple for two years. I was there 16 so, months. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it was probably like 18, 18 from me. Yeah. And, and uh, by the time I got out, it was like 2000. And then I had the year of outpatient. And then like time went on and like maybe by like 2004, I was like, you know what? I'm like, now that I'm not committing crimes, like doing drugs or sell drugs, allegedly, um, <laughs> I'm like, let me just like go to what I've always loved, which was music. And I started playing and, you know, that's when we started putting together the pieces that eventually turned into what is playing dead. And like, I don't know, maybe like we put out our first like full length in like 2010. So it's been a long time. You know, yeah, 2010 was waiting your head. Uh, yeah, there you go. I have a couple of notes. I told you before, I do have a couple of notes, but um, no worries. I, I know the notes, so I'll tell you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, shit, I was going to ask you something. Oh, yeah, I have to ask this the stupid, hacky interview question, the obvious, though, but who came up and what's up with the name playing dead? Okay. Um, ask, even though it's the stupidest question. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, I don't care. I mean, I ask tons of stupid questions. It's actually not a stupid question, especially since later on we we share a name with a fucking Grateful Dead tribute band, and I fucking hate the Grateful Dead. Yeah, I'm not a fan. I never got it. I don't care. Yeah. Touch your gray. Fuck out of here. Hell in a yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't care that you're trucking. Yeah. Fuck out. Yeah, yeah. I don't care <laughs> that you play thirty minute songs. No. Um, so. It was just something stupid, you know, like what is really in a name there? Like when you think of like all of the bands that you like and their names, it's like, you know, Weezer, Jimmy World, you know, it's like sick of it all. Like, did they think of like tired of some stuff? Nah, let's do sick of it all. You know? <laughs> tired of some stuff. <laughs> yeah. Um, so it was just kind of like a horror movie thing where it's like, hey, Walking Dead. It's like, oh, we're the playing dead. Or we're playing dead. Um, okay. it, it, it wasn't really like much thought out. It was just something that we're like, all right, this this will be the name of the band. And we yeah. never really ever gave it much thought, which I don't think most bands yeah. really, you know, once you come up with it, it's just like, oh, okay. It's just... And that's it. Band. And let's just focus on making music and doing shit. Yeah. 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 Which is what we definitely do. So. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, you have one, two, three, four, you have five, five not including the new EP, right? Uh, it's five records slash EPs plus the new one coming out. Yep, yep, yep. 
in your home, in your head, home, wherever that may be, transient, December blue. Catharsis of choice. Okay. Uh, then the one that Jerry did, which was the inevitable. Oh, the inevitable. And then Jerry did one. Jerry Farley, shout out to him. Shout out to Jerry. The Jerry Farley. The Jerry Farley. Shout out to you're sick of it all, too, because he did the last couple sick of it all things. Yeah, shout out to his nipples that he was shouting out on Facebook, too. Yeah, I never uh, read that. I didn't get it, but I figured it was an inside thing, so I just let it sit there. <laughs> yeah, not really. I don't know. I mean, you know, he got excited, and I let him roll with it. So. All right. Uh, yeah, and then the new record. Yeah, the, the new record is just kind of like a little departure. Um, so somewhere along the way, all right, so let, let's take it from the inevitable, the inevitable came out and that was 2018. We had 10 songs on there. And what I realized is people just don't listen to 10 songs anymore. They don't. So after that record, I was like, we are nobodies. <laughs> We're not touring. We play locally. Um, no one's going to give me 40 minutes of their time. So have you toured though? Have you toured at all? Yeah, I mean, we've done like, not like a tour, but we've done like, you know, four or five dates here and there, okay. uh, you know, down south, you know, we'll play Jersey, like anything that we could get to and then go back to work. Gotcha. Uh, um, but yeah, so then from there, I, I just thought to myself like, okay, the next time I have 12 songs or 15 songs, whatever, we'll, we'll just put four or five out at a time, which is what we did after that. Then we did Catharsis of Choice, which had four songs, half full. Uh, had five and now I wrote like 15 songs five of them didn't sound like the other 10 so I put those five on an album because in my head I was like let's make a jar of flies album now okay. I I wish it sounded like jar of flies but, that's not <laughs> but my point is is like let's make a record that isn't like the other ones uh just for the shits and giggles like you know let's just kind of you know let's just do something different so sonically we did something different um, which is what clock tick motivation is. So by the time you're hearing this, uh, the one song is already out, get it right. Uh, and then the full record comes out May 21st. Um, and then, you know, we'll do another five songs and then another five songs. And, uh, you know, so like every like four or five months, we'll just get in and do five songs. Cause it's, I feel like people will give you 15 minutes of their time. Yeah. And then that's it. Then you call on a quits with this band. Yeah, then I'll call. No, 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 no. no we'll you said it's like a departure EP, so that departure to me means like, yeah, you're taking it here. Nah, oh. nah, nah. I mean, I don't know. You know, maybe we'll all drop dead by next year. I have no idea. You know, I did take that shot. So, I mean, you know. Oh, did you? Nice. I got, I got my first shot and I got my second shot coming up May 17th. So. Nice. You sprouting a little Doberman tail yet? <laughs> maybe. I don't know. No, I mean, fucking heavy. Listen. Uh, you know, I'm already fat and out of shape. So what's the worst that could happen? <laughs> yeah, you go with Doberman town. Yeah. So, but no, we, I just, I love writing music, man. And uh, we just will go in and I write pretty quick and uh, we'll just keep playing, man. You know, it just, that's what it is. It's just, we'll, every few months, we'll just do like these five songs and keep it going. And uh, the one good thing about being, the singer guitarist and songwriter is that even in 10, 20 years when these guys are like, I don't want to do this anymore. Mm -hmm. uh, I could just always still play music by myself, you know? Yeah. That's, that's like the one good thing. And same thing with the podcast, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. You're like a very, it sounds strange to say, but you're like a very eclectic dude when it comes yeah. to certain things. It's like you had Sue Bang is on and our mutual friend, Lord goat. And then you'll have like, 
you know, some dude from a hardcore band and then you'll have like a writer of a horror movie and you're into thrash metal and like this filthy pond scum, fucking grimy hip hop rap. But then you're in like a folk rock band kind of pop punky ish thing, which is completely opposite of all of that. He's writing songs that sound nice. You know what I mean? I like, I like everything. Uh, yeah. I, I like everything. You know, I like, I like Stu Bangers, you know. Hey, how can I, you I, not, bro? That dude's a fucking animal. You know, I'll, I'll sit, I'll come home and like, you know, I'll watch like fucking Time Bandits and then I'll fucking watch something completely horrific. Yeah. Um, so to me, like I, I'm a, I, I double fish shit, man. I am an appreciator of things. Um, yeah. as, as I got older, I just hit play. And if I like it, I like it, you know, like I'll be sure. like, uh, oh, cool. This is a cool Venom song. Or it's like, oh, right. yeah, you, you'll post like, this is what I'm watching. Like I'm editing a podcast and like you're watching <laughs> some fucking demons part two. It's like, yeah, 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 yeah. No, that's, that's a good one. You know what? When I edit the podcast, I need something visual. So I'll have my laptop set up. Uh, I'll have all my shit set up. So I need like. I'm listening to to the to the shit as it goes by, but I need that visual stimulation. So it's like, okay, I'll put on demons too because I I already know it. Like I don't need to know, hear the plot. Right. Just, every now and then I'll just look up and see like some fucking arm getting torn off or some shit. <laughs> yeah, you know. But it's it's kind of like uh, you know what you do. Same thing. You know, even with the podcast, like you like you said, what you turn that into. Uh, now it now it's like you could have pretty much anyone on and I don't think anyone would question it. I don't know. I haven't gotten questioned for it. I just see some numbers dip and say, I could tell what people are listening to more, obviously. But then again, I really don't care. You know, I'm not trying to pander to anybody. I know that like when I'm done wrapping up an episode, I'm like, that was fucking cool. Yeah. Period. Yeah. You know, that was a cool opportunity to speak with so-and-so. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, definitely. And anyone who gives me their time. Sure. I'm like, thank you. You know, like. Absolutely, wow. man. Like, like me, like, it's like I, I say it a lot because it pops out of my head. Like, I never in a million years thought that I would. This was before Zoom and shit. I never thought in a million years that if I hit up fucking Havoc from Mob Deep on Instagram, that he would respond back to me and be like, yeah, I'm down to do your podcast. Just give me about a week so I could sort out my schedule. He didn't forget about me. He got back to me and we met up and we were sitting there drinking root beer in a little fucking weird cafe in Williamsburg. I'm like, why am I sitting here right now with fucking havoc from mob deep? Like, how did this fucking happen? You know what I mean? And, and stuff like that, like makes me nervous. That's, that's usually my apprehension when it comes to like asking people to do things. Cause in my head, I'm thinking like, I don't know. I'm like, you know, I'm like, maybe, maybe I don't want to take this one. Maybe I'll let someone that knows what they're doing, do it, you know? And that, that's well, I wasn't even really sure. Like certain people, I'm not even sure what to talk about. Like I had on Danny Lilker. It's like, oh, yeah. what am I going to talk to that guy about that? He has, I try also not to be, even though there's, there's people have said, I've told the same stories a million times about certain things. And that's whatever that comes up in conversations. I'm not on purpose, but it's like certain people have done a billion fucking interviews, podcasts, 
they've been around forever. So it's like, I also don't want to be asking certain questions about the same shit that they've always fucking are asked. You know what I mean? That's why I try to keep it just as a regular conversation and whatever comes up, comes up. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's, that's a good way to do it for sure. Um, that's kind of like almost like the, the Joe Rogan thing or like certain people just have other people on and it's like, okay, whatever it is, is what it is. Um, I like, I'm way too nerdy to do that. Like if you're, if you're the singer of the limousines and I have you on, I'm going to fucking punish you. (laughs) Uh, you know, like, uh, like, and that's it. So like everyone does their thing. Like, you know, it's like, you'll, you'll have them on, but like you said, it's like, what are you going to talk to Dan about? Like, yeah. What am I going to talk to fucking havoc about? Like, Oh, remember when a quiet storm dropped? Like, what am I going to do? You know what I mean? So it's like, I, I couldn't even tell you exactly really what I really spoke to him about. Obviously his music and who he's worked with and shit like that. But then it was cool because I actually reminded him about something he completely fucking forgot about. And he was like, yo, I almost fucking died. Blah, 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 blah. Oh, it was, it was the tour story, right? It was, it was like, a tour story. It was yeah. the last show of the anger management tour. And they opened up a quiet storm and Prodigy comes out from one side and Havoc came out from the other. But before that, 50 came out from a hatch underneath the stage and they never closed that hatch up. So Havoc fell down the fucking hatch in the beginning of the fucking of Quiet Storm. And they had to like reach him. He was like hanging on. They had to pull him out and shit. So he completely, he completely forgot. That was in Detroit. Yeah. Because Eminem was headlining. So it was like the last fucking show of the whole tour. And he fell down a hatch and almost fucking got killed. He completely forgot about it. Man, that's uh, I, you know, I wonder what 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 happens with something like that. You know, if you get hurt, like who's liable? You know, like like is he is he some is stage it? from some poor some poor stage hand dude? Yeah, yeah that, that was a good one, man. That that's a group. You know, when I think of Mob Deep, um, you know, for me, I'll always like pinpoint on on Hell on Earth and the sure. Infamous. Me too. So, like those two in particular, but they did have that record, The Infamous, at the very end. Uh, of of you know their their career. That was like 2001. That's a great record. There's bangers on that. So many good songs on that one. I, I think it's a little later actually, but it's it, regardless. It, it a lot of good stuff on there. But the infamous is probably when I think of albums that I've listened to the most in my life. I think that might be really like up there. Like I listen to that record a lot yeah. over and over again. Any song, and then later on. Because in the very beginning, I didn't appreciate Hell on Earth as much as I should have. I love I love Drop a Gem on him, which is probably my favorite Mob Deep song overall. Um, but as, man, as the years go by, I listen to Hell on Earth a lot. It's and, fucking dark. That record's yeah. fucking bananas, bro. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 a it's really worth like uh, like I said. Eventually, maybe on Red River, we'll do like a like a, a deep a, dive, bro. We'll, yeah, but we'll maybe we'll do like a versus like on those two albums and we'll just kind of break down like song for song, like you know, because uh, sign me the fuck up, bro. <laughs> okay, because yeah, that Wu Tang shit was fun, bro. Yeah, I you know, it's, it, that's another thing that we love to focus on. Uh, and, and and you said that I'm I'm I like a lot of different things. So when it comes to music and being in a band, like playing dead is as fast as I want it to be and as slow as I want it to be, and we could do stuff like that because. Um, one thing about having zero fan base is you'll never disappoint them. 
Oh my God. <laughs> and number two, um, it's just, I, I love that. I don't like to feel like, okay, well, this doesn't sound like the band. So like I, I had that wide, wide gap. And the same thing with the podcast, you know, Red River podcast, it's like, like you said, it's like, we'll have Frank from like suffocation. We'll have the singer of the Get Up Kids and then we'll do like a fucking Van Halen episode. Right. You now it's great. It's, An Iron Maiden focused episode with like Ron Grimaldi and fucking yeah. Lord Goat talking yeah. about Slayer. <laughs> you know, fucking yeah. awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, especially those two guys. Those two guys are one <laughs> soundbite after another. Without a doubt. Um, they are they're like the best podcasting team that they have no idea that that's what they are. <laughs> like, true. It's so true, bro. Some of the things that both of them say are like, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. what the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. Like I pulled like clips from like Ron talking about, you know, like uh, getting like his, t- his dick grabbed at a Slayer show. Yes. The, way, the way he tells a story, like, it's just like, I, it's like another day in the life of Ron Grimaldi. So, yeah. um, yeah, well, he, I had I had him and Mark from Generation Records on together. Yeah, yeah. And I was fucking crying because <laughs> they didn't know it. Mark Yoshitomi from Generation Records and Ron didn't know each other at the time, but they were both at that last Gigi Allen show at the gas station. Oh, I actually heard this one. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. So, but they're talking about their perspective of what happened completely different because obviously they didn't know, you know, different perspectives. Yeah. I was fucking dying (laughs) when when Ron was explaining, yo, man, it was fucking hilarious. I sat there for like, they were talking about that one show for like a half hour. I just sat there and just let them go because it was fucking gold. Gold. (laughs) That show was documented on the end of Hated on that documentary. Yes, um, and which I, I have. I remember watching that and I was so fascinated. I remember I watched it with my dad. Uh, you know, we were just like, hey, like I was probably super young and I, I thought it was like, oh my God, I got to show him this. And to this day, he'll be like, whatever happened to that guy that like with the shit and stuff, like he'll just always bring him up because it was like, so, like I'll never forget the end of that DVD because there's some greasy looking dude and, and Gigi's like singing. And then this guy like takes his hand and starts fingering his asshole. Oh like the God. way, like the way like Gigi's eyes look like they were rolling in the back of his head. Cause he was so into it. I, it was pretty traumatic. Like, Bro, I, it's like it's a, fucking nuts. Just the way that shit starts off that DVD. Yeah. Just when that starts off, like I got a Gigi out and it just starts and he's smashing his head with the microphone. He has a little tiny little dick. And it's like, it's like, what the, f- oh, it's like, as soon as it starts, it's like, bang, it's right there. It's like, all right, this is, it's going to be like this. All right. Strap yeah. in because it's a fucking ride, man. Yeah. 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 I, I, Ron too is funny. Like, so like he'll send me like, uh, like I'll send him some stuff. Like his friend sang on one of the songs. Uh, and it was his idea. He's like, oh, you know, she's a really good singer. You should have her on one of the songs. Shout out to Jess. Um, so <laughs> I sent him the song. And anytime I send him the song, like, you know, I can't really say what he really says on on Messenger. But right. like one review was like, uh, <laughs> he's like, this song sounds like two high school kids sitting on a lawn smiling at each other. <laughs> <laughs> and but you know what? It's accurate though. Isn't yeah, it? <laughs> it's just so funny because like he's such a like primal like angry dude on the mic, 
Uh-huh. Uh, and, you know, so he'll just be like, hey, man, you know, it's like I it's it's we come from two different worlds. And it's funny the way he describes it. So, yeah. Like, a, lot, a lot of respect for for Ron. And a hundred percent, man. A hundred percent. I always I always look at him and I feel like if, if, if like one of the Manson family from 69 got transported into today. Yeah. That's Ron Grimaldi, bro. Yeah. He looks yeah, like yeah. He, should, he should live on Spawn Ranch. <laughs> He might. I don't know. That love might that be, dude. He's 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 old enough to have might have lived there. So I don't know. Bro, I yeah. love that dude. It was great because the first time I had him on this, he even says he's like, "Yeah, we'll, we'll record at my dead grandmother's house." I'm like, what? Yeah. So it's you can go to Long Island. It's just one house on the corner. It's just dark. Yeah. And we're in there, we're like sitting on the edge of a bed. He has like Twisted Sister playing in the corner. And we're yeah. just bullshitting about certain kind of paint that you could put on your windows so that the fucking the 5G won't get you. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that sounds like him for sure. Yeah, Love man. it. Over in Death Page. Yes. Hilarious. <laughs> Shit, yeah. man. So good. You have so all right. Well, it's out now. You uh recorded with who was the last person you recorded with on the podcast uh the last person oh so we had on the last couple have been like you know, like bria grant so she she's like a writer director uh she made a movie called lucky which i really loved as well as 12 hour shift where can you uh, find them so lucky is streaming on shutter okay. um and uh okay. 12 hour shift is like a, a coen brothers meets like scrubs meets like halloween too uh, oh shit! Okay, that's that's twelve hour shift. That's on Hulu. Uh, then I had Vast Air from Cannibal Ox. We talked about like the twenty year anniversary of the Cold Bane. Uh, and then recently, I had uh, the the guy who one of the producers on In Search of Darkness and In Search of Tomorrow, like those documentaries. Okay, uh, they're up on Shutter, and uh, it's like a, it's like a four and a half hour documentary on like eighties horror movies. And awesome. It, the way they break it down, it's just so good. I mean, yeah. I'm sure a lot of people love them and, and they've seen them, but the new one is like In Search of Tomorrow, which is like a four and a half hour documentary on 80 sci-fi, which comes out like sometime later in the year. Nice. And, and Tommy McLaughlin. Yeah. And and Tommy, uh, going to have Steve Kostansky back from uh, Psycho Gorman and The Void. Um, you know, a bunch of, bunch of cool people. Nice. You know? That's good shit. Just and the good. record... The EP, tell all the kids. Oh, yeah. So yeah. Clock Tick Motivation will be out uh, May 21st. Uh, if you're listening now, the song Get It Right is up on Spotify, Apple Music, Bandcamp, all that other shit. Um, you know, video will come out later in the month. And that's it. You know, we'll just continue to, you know, the next, we're already practicing for the next EP. Uh, and then the EP after that. So we're who's recording the video. So our, our keyboard player recorded it. Like okay. he just like, he like filmed like some studio stuff and then he put it together so well that it kind of like blew us all away uh, because we were just going to do another one with like our buddy, Neil Rubenstein, but Neil's been on tour um, um, doing comedy, which is what he does. So he wasn't able to, to, to get together with us. And uh, Jason, our keyboard player, just put together like he filmed like, you know, a bunch of like studio stuff and then put together this video to one of the songs. And we were just like, oh, this is like, you know, and we love in-house stuff. You know, it's yeah, we love handling 
videos and all that, anything that we, any content that we could do ourselves, we love to do. And uh, that's, that's what we did. And we'll probably shoot the next one ourselves as well. Awesome. Good shit. Where can people find you and all your shit? What? All the social media bullshits. Yeah, man. You know, uh, I, I'm, I'm pretty lively on the Instagram with the, with the band uh, playing Dead NY. Same thing with Red River podcast. Uh, you know, if I rule the world podcast, we'll be popping off again. Uh, and the, the, the Red River f- Facebook group is always super active. Yeah, yo. So I mean, that's it's group, fun. It's, it's it's a fun spot. It's good shit. Yeah, that group is like my my uh, con- consolation prize because none of those people listen to the show. <laughs> I don't understand that. I don't. It's smart enough. All the people that are on that fucking group listen to the show. What's wrong with you? <laughs> you know. So it's. Uh, I think eventually people will just you know hear me screaming into the abyss. But right. uh, yeah, that that Facebook group is is pretty lively. You know, we 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 do some brackets and we do like a. You know, uh, I love sharing stuff that I've listened to or stuff that I've watched. Um, and everyone does the same. And it, it's, it's, it's basically a buffet table of like just uh, nostalgia and uh, new pop shit. So And pop yeah. culture and all kinds of stuff. Yeah, man. We're, we're big on the pop culture and stuff. So, yeah, but, man. Uh, that's it. Good shit. Well, you know, you know how I do. Um, you have to pick. I mean, I guess just email me like an MP3 or something like that and tell us what song you're going to pick to wrap up this, the audio version of this podcast. We're not doing dead sled coffee. <laughs> oh yeah. You know what? I'm gonna, I'll do quick, I'll do quick shout outs. Thanks for reminding me, bro. My head's somewhere else. I'm sitting in like an apartment with furniture. I still have to put together. It's fucking <laughs> I'm sitting on a bin with probably horror toys under my ass. I don't yeah. know. But, um, yeah, Dead Sled Coffee. Go to deadsledcoffee.com. Um, put in the promo code Brooklyn Blast. You'll get 15% off your order. Um, they just dropped a limited edition, uh, officially licensed Kiss blend. Each, like, there's different bags, like one's Paul, one's Peter, one's Gene, all that shit. Um, the Elvira coffee now is like uh, available for pre order. The, the Kane Hodder coffee is coming out soon. They have a lot of really cool shit. But go to deadsledcoffee.com and follow them on Instagram at deadsledcoffee. Once again, shout out to Mark Yoshitomi and Generation Records. Follow them at Generation Records on Instagram. Go to generationrecords.bigcartel.com to order anything offline. But if you can go to the brick and mortar spot, go and support them. They're located at 210 Thompson Street in the West Village here in New York City. And last but not least, New Republic Printing. Follow them on Instagram at New Republic Printing. If you go to newrepublicprinting.net, anything, any kind of brand T-shirt you want to get something printed on, they'll do it. They do screen printing, embroidery, vinyl stickers, and buttons. Um, there's no screen fees. There is no setup fees, and anything delivered to a commercial address is free UPS ground shipping. Not one screen printing company that I've ever heard of or even tried to fucking use does any of that. And they've been in business for a long time. It's all I've ever used. So shout out to Steve and New Republic Printing. And follow me, fucking motherfuckers, on, on Instagram at the Brooklyn Blast Furnace. And the link in the bio will send you to the fucking everywhere where you can get this shit. And, and Jason Shack. Oh, we're going to promote that too. Well, that was like an offshoot. That was an offshoot because a lot of people know who listen that I do this urban exploration thing that Danny boy started and all this stuff. 
So I didn't really want to flood the Delta Bravo urban exploration team group page with that. So I kind of just made a little Instagram page and a little group on Facebook. It's called finding Jason's shack. And (laughs) it's, it's super nerd shit, but you know what? It doesn't cost you a lot of money. It, it gives you a reason to go on a road trip and it gives you a reason to get out of the house and actually do something that nobody has yet to do yet. Now, what I'm talking about is if you are a fan of Friday the 13th, part two in particular, which is my second favorite in the franchise, the shack where Jason lives is somewhere in the woods in Kent, Connecticut. They took down that shack after, supposedly right after, right after production. But... We, myself and Peter Anthony, who has made a couple of Friday 13 fan films, Rosebud, which is coming out soon, and great dude, me and him are going to go to Connecticut and we are going to locate or give it our best shot. This motherfucker went out and bought a metal detector to try to find the sheet metal that's from the shack that's underneath 40 years of fucking forest growth, okay? We're retards, all right? <laughs> so, so, so we're going to fucking troop around in the woods to try to find the footprint and or any remnants of the shack from Friday 13th Part 2. So go on Instagram and follow Finding Jason's Shack, and it's the same thing on Facebook. There's a group, and it's cool because there's people trying to help out. There's people doing mathematics, trying to figure out the picture and doing 3D looks on Google Earth to see maybe what's this and where it could possibly honing in on. We think we might actually have a really good spot of where it actually stood. So, well, you know, uh, as long as no one has ever done it conclusively, no one has ever found exactly where it was. As long as it doesn't turn into like Geraldo's Al Capone. Oh, it will. It probably will. <laughs> I was talking with Peter the other day. I'm like, bro, this guy sent me this. This guy didn't send me that. And there's like a bird's eye view. And it's not far from like structures. So it could be private property. He's like, bro, I can't wait to go there and get shot. I'm like, yeah, me too. We're going we're gonna to walk out with like the location and a limp. We're going to get some, you need some, uh you need that Sherlock Holmes hat. Something's going to have to happen. Yo, speaking speaking of, of Friday the 13th part 2. Uh yeah, we just uh booked uh Amy Steele for like sometime in the fall uh to come really? up with the, that 40 year anniversary of part 2. So What on Red River? Yeah. You motherfucker, I tried to contact her. I can't get in touch with that fucking lady. Yeah, well, I, hey, listen. Yeah, you know how podcast land works. I mean, until it happens, it ain't happening. Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know about the person that flaked on me, that bastard. Yes, yes, yes. And we won't mention any names because I, I hope he does it. But supposedly there was things going on. But yeah, he um, mentioned, like Tom, Tommy mentioned him actually. He just, you know, he brought him up a few times. Yeah, and uh, I couldn't crowbar in the my my John Travolta knowledge. So, <laughs> right, but uh, cool, man. Yo, thanks for having me. Thanks for dude. Uh, see, I told you we were just gonna shoot the shit and we talk about whatever, nothing, and everything else. Yeah, and at, at the end, just throw the song "Start Today," which I okay. think is is like a. I, I looked at whatever the Spotify, whatever's number one on Spotify is cool for me. Um, okay. And um, man, thanks for having Red River on Dark Satellite. Uh, media and uh, listen i want to try to grow it but i don't know what to do i'm trying to grow it yeah, i try you. to share everything as soon as i get tagged or whatever and i try but hopefully yeah. one day it'll pick up steam for sure you know i'm not I'm trying sure. to be joe rogan <laughs> i'm really not i'm really not i uh, i mean I, w- I wouldn't mind but you know not me neither so cool all right, all right. Cool.
Sam, thank you for your time, brother. And we'll definitely be in touch. Yeah, we'll do it again. All right. Later, man. Later, brother. Bye. Yeah.